This is The Analysis, a podcast helping you think biblically about life, ministry, and the world. I'm Deanna Huff. And I'm Mark DeMoss. Last week, Deanna, we were discussing the problem of conflict and uh, unforgiveness and hurt and just kind of ended our time last week being reminded of the great commandment to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, to love our neighbors ourselves as a starting point of, okay, what am I going to do now that I've entered into a moment of of hurt with somebody? I, I, I feel wounded uh, or I know there's conflict with this brother or sister and I want it to be, I want it to be right. I want it to be good. Um, but I, I don't even know where to go from here. And that's the starting point. Remind yourself of those two twin truths. Um, and then you can begin hopefully working on yourself and working in the relationship toward what we would consider restoration or reconciliation. Yeah, I think the passage where Jesus is talking about getting the log out of your own eye Mm -hmm. is going to be really important. Having that self-reflection, having that self-confrontation, what part did I play in this? What was my tone? How did I speak to the individual? One of the things that I like to encourage people is, did you treat them as if, they were one of your closest friends coming to you wounded or you know how did the conversation mm-hmm. develop and sometimes you have to say hard things so it makes it difficult to kind of work through and process through that and if you have to say something hard did you say it with their best interest in mind those types of things yeah that's that's good um so often when we're um in relationship with people, there's going to be moments where there's a, a difference and we find ourselves on two different sides of an issue. And uh, just the, that's a good starting point of, okay, I, I, I'm seeing this from a certain perspective. They're seeing it from a certain perspective. And the log in your own eye, speck in their eye, I think is help helping you say helping jesus was helping us say um listen you got to get the perspectives right um from where you from where you stand you you see the problem but they're seeing a problem a different way and and uh judge your judge your side of it as as a bigger issue than their side of it um and um that may or may not be accurate within the within the context of the problem, but it's a good place to start. And I think that's the posture of humility that Jesus took. Jesus humbled himself to come to earth, uh, to come as we are. Uh, he lived his life in a relationship to other people with, with a posture of humility, calls on us to have the same attitude in yourselves, to, to, to humble yourself as he did and put the interests of others above your own. And so I think that's what that that parable, that story Jesus was telling does, it puts us in a position of humility uh, to begin looking at the situation before we even engage in going to that other person. I'm going to pause and look at me first before I begin to either counsel them on what they should be doing or to approach them with what I think, the, this is your problem. This is what you've done and caused. Let me look at what I've done in this circumstance first. I think that that's such a great reminder to be able to do that and also we want to remember that we're we're trying to resolve a situation and in resolving it 
more tension may be created because Mm -hmm. more information may come out. And within that tension, we can continue to go to God and ask him, help us with this information. When you don't know what to do, fix your eyes on God and just keep going back to him and asking him, help me to see what I need to see. And if I need to continue to stand, and it may be something that you do continue to stand and bring forward because you know it's going to be better for everybody. Mm. And that's okay. But we can do that in a way that is respectful and we can do it in a way that has discretion. Yeah. Right. We don't have to go and talk about the individual in a negative way. We can just look. This is a situation we can't seem to come to an agreement on. Okay, well, we're going to come back to the table. Okay, we don't agree today. We don't need to leave out the back door and go. That person is just so awful. We can leave out the back door and go, okay, God, it, we weren't able to resolve it today. Yeah. I'm still going to come to you and ask, will you help us to get to a point where we can move forward? Yeah, that's such a good reminder. Um, we talk about God being enough for us. And so often in conflict, we want to we want to gain up an army, right? Yeah. I, I got I to get the people on my side. I got to get people to see this my way. And a lot of times that's because we begin to feel out of control. We, we, we've lost our sense of balance because of this conflict. And we're sometimes we're trying to figure out, well, am I really in the right? You know, because a lot of times the conflict is because I believe I'm right about this. And, and I don't think you're understanding what I'm trying to communicate. And so we go... Uh, with the mentality, I think, to other people sometimes going, well, maybe I'm just confused, but we end up just convincing them to see it our way and be on our side, and we disparage another person or the situation in their eyes, and all we're really doing is spreading this disease of conflict that's mm-hmm. going on and making it harder for reconciliation to ever happen rather than just resting in the sovereignty of God. Is God going to be enough? If I if I go and pray about this and talk to God about it, mm-hmm. will that be enough for me? Or do I need to tell other people and talk to other people because they're physical and they're tangible and they can look at me and go, oh, I know you're right. You're so right. You're so right about that. And, and that makes us feel good that we'll get that confirmation. And... And, and instead, trust God to work in your heart and work in the other person's heart and just keep going to him and praying and asking for his guidance, asking for his blessing on the other person and asking for his help in you to know what to do and what decisions to make. And ask a godly Christian who will counter your ideas that that is so healthy for us mm-hmm. to be able to recognize oh am i short-sighted in this yeah. you do need people in your life who are willing to say hard things mm-hmm. and they may be wrong but at least it's giving you that opportunity to be able to look and self-reflect like we were talking about yeah that's really good um I, it's not always wrong to go talk to somebody else mm-hmm. <laughs> right that's what you're trying to say. To receive counsel, not to complain, right. but to receive counsel, to receive insight. Yeah. Yeah. What two great categories you just gave us. Are you talking to complain? Are you talking to get counsel? And if you'll keep those categories clear in your mind mm-hmm. and just be honest with yourself that I'm going to talk to somebody that will give me counsel 
not just to a friend that will always agree with me, but who might challenge me? Who would speak to me truth and say, now, wait a minute. You know, I'm going to tell you the truth because I love you and this isn't right. (laughs) You're not seeing this clearly. You need, you need some people like that in your life. And you build those relationships prior to conflict occurrence, right? You find those people and hold them dear in your life for those moments because we know conflict's going to occur. So it is good to go and seek counsel. Sometimes we need that. And you find that in scripture, the seeking of wise counsel. Proverbs tells us, Proverbs 18, 15 says, the mind of the prudent acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. And so we know that when we're we're in a situation, we want to gain wise counsel from other people uh, that will understand us, understand the situation, but will still just seek truth. When you were talking about Proverbs, I was flipping back in my Bible and I noticed that Proverbs 19, 8 says, He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. Mm. He who keeps understanding will find good. So what, we, what we're wanting to do is find solutions for a particular problem that has come up and caused tension between parties. And what we want to keep in mind is that as Christians, when we can move forward and learn how to respectfully walk through a really tough situation that might even be hurtful. It might even bring tears. It might even bring some dissension for a little while that we keep going to God and we keep fixing our eyes on him and saying, I'm asking you to be the one who fixes the situation. Help me with wise counsel. Help me to seek the information that's needed to bring this to a place where it would be honoring to you. Yeah. That's that's good and and a and a good place for us to uh, draw this to a close today and and just have people process on that. Um, are you talking to others? Are you talking to God? And you you hear from God through His Word through your time in prayer and then by seeking genuine wise counsel, not just gathering others to whom you can complain to. So we'll we'll leave it there today. Let people soak on that. And we'll come back, uh, Deanna, and talk about this uh, subject one more time and and try to just kind of play out kind of what's our two main scenarios uh, to deal with conflict when it comes and, and then just try to wrap that up. So thanks for listening today. Thank you for being a part of our discussion today. Join us next time as we take our subject to the Bible and continue the analysis.